everybody, and welcome back to Joe Bro Radio, your favorite pop culture nerd podcast on the internet and all platforms known to man. We talk about anything we want here, and I am joined by my fellow confidant, uh, Neo Rosano. Say hello. Hi. How's it going, everyone? Great. We are unfortunately not going to be joined by Cade today, but nonetheless, I still have a fantastic topic in mind. And pause that. By fantastic, I mean... Uh, a, a topic of anguish more than anything else. Consider but, me titillated. Yeah, well, before we get into that, do you have any small talk, my man? Uh, no, I don't really have any small talk. Nothing really has been going on the past couple of days. None? I have some small talk. Kind I'm of. I'm curious. So, uh, as as you know, Neo, but uh, to everyone else, you know, I'm a I'm a huge Silent Hill fan, right? And so the other day, I can't remember how this started. I, actually, I think it started because of the gaming tier list when I mentioned Silent Hill 2. But uh, this is, there's been numerous times I went down the rabbit hole of investigating, trying to find out if they'd make a new Silent Hill game, as well as getting blocked by Konami for harassing them about making a new Silent Hill game or remaking one. Anything Silent Hill game related that isn't just, you know, plushy merchandise. Uh, and today, I gotta say, I went down this rabbit hole, and it proved rather fruitful today. Did it? It did. So, basically, uh, I I can't, like, remember everything off the top of my head. I've been really sleepy today. But, basically, Konami has already said that, like, there's a lot of, like, telltale instances, right? Like, it's all speculation. Nothing's been completely announced yet. If it is, it will be within the next couple of months. But, um... Basically, there's been like, you know, they're like, oh, there, there was PT, you know, the, the playable teaser for Silent Hills game. They were making that and then it got canceled. Um, it's like, well, the passion for it was still there. Konami's already said that they still want to make more Silent Hill games. And then they've been partnering with companies. They renewed the rights to Silent Hill recently. Uh, That's promising. Well, the thing is, is, that is not something I'd entirely use as evidence because it's like you still need the rights to Silent Hill to sell Silent Hill merchandise, right? Which is what they've been doing. Um, they've been, they've been, they've been monetizing Silent Hill, but not making Silent Hill. But, but today, uh, when I was watching this video, the lead art director was talking about it, and he said that he's like, yeah, yeah, he would love to make a new Silent Hill game, and one of the monsters he would use is something that represents a cherry blossom tree, right? Um, mm-hmm. And there have been pictures and things released about like teasers for new Silent Hill games, like just actual pictures of of like a game. And I dug into it deep. All right, these screenshots are not from games that I've seen before, and I've like horror games, and I've played a lot of them. Um, so basically, they've been very subtly releasing hints and pictures and this and that. Um. I'm going to try to not get my hopes up too high, but this is like the most most progress I've had in this investigation for over the past four years. Well, speaking of Silent Hill, we should tell the viewers about that scare you had the other day. Yeah, yeah. So uh, part of the reason this went on is like after the gaming tier list, I there's been a few times where I've religiously tried to find out how I could play Silent Hill on PC. And my two options are either get an emulator or buy a PC copy and try to format it to actually play on my PC because it's newer hardware. One of those is illegal and the other one is expensive and complicated. Um, but there is a Silent Hill game that you can download on PC, on GOG. It's a launcher, Silent Hill for the room. Um, and while I was waiting for Neo to stop playing Overwatch for, you know, an hour or so, uh, I was playing it, and I was at the scary bit where uh, the music was kind of droning, and it was getting increasingly louder and louder and louder. And right when it was about to reach the climax, Neo called me on Discord, and then the blinging jump, like the bringing jump, scared me. But it was at midnight, so I couldn't scream, which is not really something I do a whole lot, anyways. But when I do, it's accompanied with swinging. Uh, my fight or flight reflex is broken. <laughs> there is no flight. It's only fight. So I almost punched through my mic and busted a hole in my monitor in that moment. It was terrifying. It was like a genuine feeling of dread that I haven't had in a long time, but I loved it. 
because I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. But <clears throat> Well, you're welcome in that case. Well, I don't know if I would say thank you for it. Just <laughs> it was it was an experience. It was it was truly remarkable in a good or bad way. But anyway, that's that's enough of that. That took up a whole five minutes. Um I do have a topic today. I, I didn't write it out, which is why today I'm gonna be trying to do some on the fly research and getting like second opinions and whatnot, you know. Not that I necessarily need any. It's a little, this is going to be a little bit of testy waters today, but today's topic is that of uh, anguish and sorrow, rage and heartbreak. I recently, yesterday, recently, finished all of the current episodes of Rings of Power. Um, And I Sorry. wanted, yeah, I am too. I wanted, bullets look tastier by the minute, but... <laughs> So I wanted Kate here for this because Kate's watched it and he's been the one, you know, you know, harassing me to, to watch it, you know, because people love seeing me in distress. Basically, it's very entertaining because I trash talk a lot. Um, and to go ahead and summarize it briefly for now, it's terrible. It's not good. It it's that show is would have been better just never existing. But, uh, so that yeah, way I don't hog... told me about it. It sounds pretty, pretty bad. No, well, so I don't hog the spotlight, Neil. I want you to tell me, just go ahead and tell me, like, I know you haven't seen it. Just tell me the, like, impressions that you got from it, from what you saw it on your own, if you looked into it, what you heard other people say. You can include me in that equation, but, you know, what, know what, what from else? the trailers, from the trailers, I thought it, would, like, it looked pretty cool. But like all the backlash I've heard about it being bad and everything you said, like deep into it, like them firing their Tolkien expert, I was like, yeah, this isn't gonna be worth it if he doesn't follow anything. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so I think the best way to go about this is uh, I'm gonna go back a few months, you know, earlier this year or whenever they announced it when it got mainstreamed. Um, I looked at it and I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, so I got excited about it at first. I mean, who wouldn't, you know? New Lord of the Rings stuff, it'd be, it'd be pretty great. Uh, it very quickly was revealed that this show wasn't going to be that great, um, at least as far as teasers and trailers and stuff went, and reasonably so. Their casting wasn't that great either. But um, when I was looking into it, um, oh shoot, I lost my tracks. I had a point that I was going to get to right away. Um. I mean, it was made by Amazon, so you can imagine there's there's political element into it, which Absolutely. I mean, I I normally try to avoid that, but today it's gonna happen because there's a philosophy to it that is incorrect. But yeah, they did. Um, they had a Tolkien expert on the. That's what it was gonna be. They had a Tolkien expert on the team when they started making it, and then they fired him. I don't know what the disagreement was. Or, or whatnot, but there was a disagreement and the people making the show fired their Tolkien expert. When I heard about that, I mean, I, I reached a point where it was already a little, my opinion was kind of shaky. When I heard about that, I'm like, nope, this is going to be terrible. Because you, like, for anyone out there aspiring to make things, whether it's movies or games of something that's pre-existing, like Lord of the Rings or whatnot, if you're not already a fan of it, don't do it. Stay away from that. Don't mess with things that you don't know about, okay? <laughs> or you're not well versed in. If you're not a fan, I don't want to see it. And isn't Rings of Power like not canon too, or something like that? Uh huh. Rings of Power. It's not canon, isn't it? That's not what they said, or something. It's as far as I know. Now I'm not a whole, not very. Uh, it's I haven't brushed up on it in a while. But from what I am aware of, the Rings of Power is not canonically correct, is the way I would say it. Mm. Um, but uh, I got my... You, you, you said that, and then I skewed my point. Forgot what I was getting at. What did I say right before you spoke? Uh, don't make something if you don't like it. Oh, oh well, yeah, I was going to follow up with like that. Like, look, that might sound narcissistic, but everyone feels that way, right? Don't. 
Don't make a Star Wars movie if you're not already a fan of Star Wars. Don't make a Lord of the Rings show if you're not already a good fan of Lord of the Rings. Like, it's not rocket science. Um, but, so, I, I imagine at this point, I'm trying to decide when I'm actually going to get into my endeavors with the show. But um, I avoided it for a long time. You know, even be- like way before the podcast was started, I pretty much decided I wasn't going to watch it. But now here we are on the internet. We make content and uh, I'm whoring myself out for content. So I decided to go ahead and watch it, which is probably the single biggest mistake of my life so far. Just like on an emotional level, I guess. Um, when did I start watching it? It was a couple days ago. Um, the first big problem I had is that they made Galadriel like an elven warrior, like, like a soldier, you know? Now, like, Galadriel can throw down, but it's not, like, with sword and shield, all right? That's not Galadriel, and as far as I'm aware, it never was. Um, they did that for the sake of a strong female character. I don't, I don't know where they were getting a lot of this information from, but that's wrong, right? Um, the fight scenes are mediocre at best so far. I mean, Cade said something about fight scenes getting better. I finished all six of the episodes that are out currently. I have not seen anything better except for maybe one bit of a fight. And then the rest was bad. Um, the story isn't necessarily correct. Um, and the scheme that was going on is like, I guess, uh, yeah. Sorry. My dad came in there. Oops. Um, Sauron is like presumed gone, right? Uh, there, there was a, a fight and all this. Sauron was presumed gone, and Galadriel is like the only person who believes he's, you know, uh, there. You know, like he, like he's still present and a threat somewhere hidden, which doesn't make sense because, like, in the original Lord of the Rings, right? Uh, you know, no one knew Sauron was like back until the ring wraiths appeared in middle earth right right um so the the evil was hidden until that moment the ring race showed up well sauron's looking for the ring he's back but in rings of power there was literally a city that was or like a town you know that was burnt to the ground like everyone's dead completely destroyed decimated and but you have this world that's like, no, no, Sauron's uh, long gone. That, that, it makes absolutely no sense to me. Now, Cade, when I talked to him about this, he tried to justify it by saying, this is still like early Middle Earth. Towns are like spread out. There isn't a whole lot of populace. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> when you have a town, an, an entire town being destroyed, you're still going to deny the existence of the only force probably capable of doing that? Like, that's absurd. <clears throat> anyway, um, one of my biggest gripes for now that I've seen in there, I, I mean, there, there's a whole list. There's other things that I'll get to, but the biggest one I had is uh, Durin, right? Now, if you don't know about Durin, uh, or however you pronounce it, Durin, you know, he's the, uh, like the, the dwarf lord of old, you know, legend, mm-hmm. right? Right. They made him, pardon my language, but they just made him a whiny bitch in that show. Like, so Elrond is like his friend, right? There, there's like history there. Elrond was his friend. And in this show, Elrond sees him after 20 years because he needs his help with something, you know? He was tasked to get Durin's, Durin's help. Now, throughout this 20 years of between them, there was no communication. It, he ghosted. Um, and then when he comes back, Durin has a stick up his butt, and he's all, you know, hurt. Like, oh, you missed my wedding. You missed the birth of my kids, you know? 20 years might be a blink of the knife for an elf, but I've lived the whole life. For one, you're a dwarf. Grow some spine. All right, that just grow up, <laughs> and two, that is a lie. Twenty years is not a lifetime for a dwarf. Uh, to put it into retrospect, when Erebor in the Hobbit 
right? When, when the kingdom of Erebor fell to Smaug, Thorin Oakenshield was 24 years old. By the time they set out on the expedition to reclaim it, when they got Bilbo on board and whatnot, that was 100 years later. Maybe more. 120, I think. Thorin was over 100 years old whenever... And still young. Yeah, and he was still pretty much in his prime whenever he went to reclaim Erebor. 20 years is not the blink of an eye, okay? Now, it's a lot... 20 years is still nothing compared to an elf. A little bit more to a dwarf. But it's not a whole lifetime, okay? I'm 21. Like uh, Durin was the dwarf or was the elf? Durin was the elf. Or no, no, he's the dwarf. Elrond is the elf. Uh, I mean, both those races can live for thousands of years. I don't think dwarves live for thousands of years. I, I, their, their lifespan is usually just within the hundreds, I believe. Elves are pretty much okay. immortal, um, given they have the light of the, I can't remember what it's called, Eldar or something like that. Um, but, like, no, but it's like, I mean, that's just a lie. It's just drama. It's fake drama. Um, and they just made Durin this baby about it, and it's just stupid. And I don't like the person who plays Durin. Um... Now, the I guess that this would kind of end up leading me into uh, another complaint that I had about it, and this is where it gets political. So for people who don't like that, I'm sorry, but there's just the... You cannot look at stories the same way that you look at the real world. Uh, they did a lot of race hiring in this uh, show, right? So there's a lot of... Uh, you know, there's like people of African-American descent or I, I think maybe Native descent. There's a lot of colored people in that. Now, that's not a problem, usually for me, except for why they did it. And it's clearly political. And the reason why is, you know, they said they wanted more race in there. But there already is. There already was, right? Uh, It just depends on what viewpoint you're looking at it. Are you looking at it from the real-world perspective or a fantasy story perspective? Because in the Fellowship, like the Fellowship of the Ring, you know, just the group itself, all right? You have two men, you have an angel, you have halflings, you have a dwarf, you have an elf, all right? That's diverse. Those are all different races, okay? They're all white, but they're different races. Rest assured, dwarves and humans are not alike. Dwarves and elves are not alike you know, dwarves and halflings and all that. Like, n- none of them, they're, they're all very different races, okay? They're, the only thing they have in common is that they're white. So what you really care about is not diversity. You care about color, right? You just wanted more people of color in there. And there was a clear way to do that. You can add black men into that show because that is a thing. But elves are, in, in just the Lord of the Rings lore, are predominantly white. It's the same thing with the dwarves, and maybe it's the same thing with the hobbits. I, you could make an argument for them. I actually don't know. Um, or even a white uh, Maiar, which is the race of that Gandalf is, right? Even though, I mean, that wouldn't really make sense because there's only a select few of them, and they are all white. But the race hiring is... Like, I've. I mean, that's actually not my biggest issue, but that, like, that's just a complaint. Like, it's stupid and it's very clearly political because you don't really care about diversity. If you did, you probably would have just left it alone because it is diverse. There's different races. Um, you just wanted to throw in some color in there so that way you could get those inclusive points. Um, <clears throat> right. Huh? I said right. Oh. I mean, like, dark elves are a thing. Dwarves just can't be black because they live in caves, so, you know, well, they don't, I don't need any pigment in their skin. I don't know if Dark Elves exist in the uh, Lord of the Rings lore. Like, I mean, it depends on what you're thinking of, like, Dark Elf, you know? Like, if you're thinking, like, from, uh, let's say, like, Skyrim, all right? Like, there's Dark Elves in that. The uh, I can't remember what their, what their race is actually called, but Dark Elves, right? I don't know if those exist in... Uh, mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. They might, but I don't know. Uh, there's orcs, 
which are a different breed of elf, technically, because they're fallen elves. Uh, they're just twisted orcs, through sir? orcs. Yeah, orcs. Oh, these dwarves. No, 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 no. Orcs. I no. Orcs came from elves, and they're just like twisted and like transformed by Morgoth. And that, that created the race of the orcs. And then they were evolved later on through magic or something, and they created the Urukai, which is what you see in Return of the King and whatnot. Um, or the Twin Towers, sorry. But, so the more, uh, I guess I would consider it the more face value stuff, uh, the fight scenes are not great. They're, they're lame. There's a bit, like, oh, by the way, uh, I should have said this sooner, but if you haven't seen Rings of Power, even though I, I don't care about spoiling it because it's not worth watching, spoiler alert. Uh, in the very beginning, like the, the group of elves that Galadriel is leading is fighting like a, a frost troll or something like that, right? And the way they fight, right? Elves all have always had a unique fighting style, but it's practical, you know? Uh, one of these elven soldiers unsheaths his sword and then in like a ballet movement stance leans back and like puts the tip of his sword on the ground behind him and Galadriel runs up onto the sword and then he with one hand catapults her into the air with it which yeah no it's 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 wacky like it's it's very underwhelming and uh, honestly, I'll say for as much budget as that show has, that bit right there, that move, you can you can argue the the choreography all you want, but just the way that they portrayed that in film did not look good. <laughs> it looked so lame. Now, I like look. I tried to clear up as much bias about this show as I could. Because even whenever, before I watched it, even Cade's like, well, it's actually not as bad as it, like, you know, was, like, made out to be. I disagree with that. But I heard that because Cade knows a good amount about Lord of the Rings. I'm like, okay, well, I'll try to trust Cade. And I I was wrong. Uh, it's not good. Um, so, basically, I was going to uh, save this topic for later, but... I didn't realize how close I was to finish. Like, I finished it last night. I'm like, oh, I guess I can't talk about it. Um, and that show has been haunting the dark corners of my mind since I started watching it a couple days ago. And I felt like now was a good time to go ahead and just talk about it so I could eventually blow it off my chest. Um, I would have prepared more in-depth notes about this, but... I decided this topic earlier this morning, and I haven't had any time to, uh, I guess, compile more research, which I guess I probably will do a couple of on-the-spot bits here right now, as a matter of fact. One of the more interesting bits about this show, or, well, I guess about the concept of the show is, uh, the reviews did end up being quite diverse about it. Like, there's some people who, like, worship it, and then there's people who despise it, right? Um, which is very odd for Lord of the Rings, uh, like, fan base, in my opinion. Because, like, like I'm not going to dog Star Wars, but it, it, that's pretty much what it is. Either you worship the sequel trilogy, or you despise it. And I, I would argue the more rightful position is to despise it. And then if you have any disagreements to either side, you know, if you love it, the people who hate it are going to, you know, be nasty to you. And if you say that you hate it, the people who love it are going to dog on you for not being a, a real fan or whatnot. Like both sides will just like plaster you with insult or excuse. That was never, ever the case with Lord of the Rings until now. Like any question I ever had about Lord of the Rings that I saw in a public post or something that I doubted, you know, I'd be like, eh, I don't know. Someone who, well, I mean, maybe they'll be wrong. Maybe, and then sometimes it is someone who knows more than me. They'll come along and politely explain how I'm wrong or why they disagree or why they agree, you know? And there's never been 
really harsh insult to one another unless like back and forth unless one person did start it which was rare um so whenever i started doing more in-depth research before i started watching the show and seeing the reviews and people at each other's throats about it really broke my sad little boy heart because i truly thought that i was better than star wars fans actually i still think that i am but I thought that the Lord of the Rings fan base was better than Star Wars fans, but we're not. Not anymore. No offense, Neo. I know you like Star Wars. You're not. You're not like. I know you like Star Wars, so. No, I I like Star Wars. I like it a lot. I know a decent amount about it. I'm like not as much as like I guess I could say you were. I mean, I just look at things. I look at different things, is what I'd say. Um, yeah, you're, but, you're more uh, into the older, older public type stuff. Oh, I'm also just more into the philosophy of Star Wars, you know, rather than, like, that's how it is with most things. Um, I don't necessarily know if this topic is going to lead me out to even, like, 50 minutes, so honestly, I might start talking about something else Lord of the Rings-based. Um, I still have a little bit more, though. Uh, oh, shoot. Well, here I go again. I thought I... Do you have any notes, Neo? I've been talking a lot. I don't have anything to say about Ring of Power. I haven't watched it. Nothing? Well, I I would say I'll watch it with you, but I won't. <laughs> I I I I probably should have waited to watch it with you or something, but now that I've watched it, I I'm not going to subject myself to it again, not even for your sake. I'll watch the next two episodes when they come out if they do. Usually Amazon does eight episodes. Um but I I can't I, I won't endure all of this again. Um, I don't expect you to. I wasn't planning on watching it anyways under any circumstance. I mean, you could. I mean, like so. The, one of the things that uh, that that conflicted me about the show, and I think I kind of said it earlier, is like I re- whenever I first like started looking into the not first started looking into it, but when it first came out and I was seeing more things about it, um. I, I refused to watch it. I, I wasn't going to watch it at all, especially because hate watching doesn't actually do anything, right? Like, if you watch it, Amazon still makes money off of it, whether you're enjoying it or not. How you feel doesn't matter. Um, right. I, I was going to not touch this, get anywhere near the show, but it came up quite a few times in the podcast, and I worked myself into that hole where it's like, well, you know, I... I need content. This would this would be a good topic. I I I fairly know my shit, you know. Um, excuse my language again, but I I wish I didn't, man. Like, I this drives me insane, and I want to preface now, preface or however you say it. Preface. Uh, look, if if there's anyone listening that has seen it and does enjoy it, like that's okay. All right. Like you can enjoy it. I I'm not going to hate on you for enjoying it. You know, I will hate on the show because I despise it. But if you you enjoy what you enjoy, that is okay. You know, and I and I'll preface that again with the uh, the Star Wars thing that I said earlier. You enjoy the sequel trilogies, you can enjoy them, right? Because I will admit that this show uh, altogether, as a majority sense, Rings of Power looks fantastic. The environment looks great. All the scenes look great. There's a scene where a volcano is erupting at the end of uh, episode six, right? Uh, it's like wreaking havoc. It looks awesome. Like, it looks really, really cool. But the story and the content and the way they've skewed the lore, the fight scenes, like, it's, that isn't enough. It's not enough for me to like it. Um. Their budget was well spent in the cinematography, I guess is the way to say it, but their their source material is broken. And this show is basically just a fan fiction being pushed as mainstream. It's, you know. But uh, you enjoy what you want, right? Just, like, I'm going to hate on the show. You can love it. I, I'm, I'm not going to seek out arguments. You know, if someone wanted to actually discuss the... Like and disagree with my terms, but I mean by all means, I'll, I'll listen. But 
I, the, it's not, there's nothing that can really be said to make me convinced to like this show. Maybe ease up on my opinion. If any of my information is wrong, because this part of the Lord of the Rings lore, I'm not super familiar with. Um, and that, that actually does remind me of something. One of the things that I'm unclear of um, is... So this is before the rings were made, right? The rings of power were not forged yet. Um, and as far as I'm aware, Sauron was not known to be a bad guy until he made the rings and the one ring, right? Like, he, de he deceived everyone. You know, he, he was... Sar Sauron was almost like an angel. I believe he's a Maiar as well. He was known to be you know, fair, true, just, and really handsome, and he was entrusted to make the Rings of Power, and then he ended up making the Secret One Ring and trying to dominate, you know, the planet. Like, that that, that was whenever he became a villain, when they, when they found that out. As, and unless I'm wrong, as far as I know, the way they're doing this now, Sauron's a bad guy, but the rings aren't made yet. You know, it didn't reach that point where he was known for villainy. Um, if anyone has any answers to that, please tell me. But if I'm right, then they screwed that up too. Uh, oh, and I think they did add a Maiar into the show, Neo. I forgot to tell you this bit. Uh, so there's these halflings called Harfoots, right? Which I believe are a breed of Hobbit, right? Um, okay. And Yeah, and this star falls from the sky, and one of these little... Harfoots, I'm just gonna call them hobbits, uh, like goes to it and there's like a man in it, right? It, it, it was a dude but she like falls in the hole and the like the crater and the fire wasn't like hot or anything and this guy has like magic ability but he's basically a caveman like he barely speaks and he you know does weird things uh I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be a Maiar the thing that I'm not oh, that that eludes me is I think they're trying to feign that this might be Gandalf. There's no way. That well, see, and that wouldn't make okay, so it's like if it's it could be one of the wizards, it's like, well, it'd be it would be Gandalf or Saruman. Well it wouldn't necessarily make sense for Saruman to be it because he doesn't really like hobbits as far as I'm aware. Um and if it's Gandalf, well for one, I doubt he would be a stick shoveling moron like he is in this show and he and and it wouldn't be right for him to be the only one like there would be others there like they all showed up like at the same time you know Radagast the Brown the twins Saruman uh I I assume all right that is that is not something I'll use as a critique I mean my my assumption is a critique but it's just an assumption if it's not Gandalf then uh then I won't critique that. I will critique something else, though. He shouldn't be there. <laughs> I I don't know who, who he is or what his position is supposed to be. That guy doesn't even have a name in the show yet. Six episodes in. But, uh... I think I, I, think I got all that hate off my chest now. Really? Yeah, you got some background noise going on there, chum. Do I? Give me one second. Yeah, you do your thing, bro. Well, uh, I guess while we take this uh, not actual ad break, uh, I apologize for any, uh, I guess, pain I might have caused throughout the past uh, 35 minutes, whether it's because you agree or disagree, or if I ruined Whoa. your hopes of it being good and you haven't seen it yet. Oh, hey, he's back, so I can quit stalling. Stalling about what? What do you mean? Well, I wasn't stalling. Okay, good. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, sure, you got nothing else to add, bro? <laughs> I'm damn sure. Oh, well. You got no segue into another thing you might have wanted to discuss? It doesn't have to be Rings of Power. Like I said, we're 30 minutes in. I pretty much plastered my, uh, my points until I think of more, which I might. I mean, there's other, like, shows we could talk about. Like, right, maybe shows that piss us off. Tell me about a show that pisses you off, then. Let's, let's, just, let's just keep this hate train rolling for now. 
Well, let's see. What show pisses me off? Like, as far as I'm aware, you don't really watch much TV. I really don't. There's only a few, like, shows that I have watched in my day. And most of them I have liked because I, you know, know my taste and everything. Yeah, you don't really experiment uh, like I do. And this isn't really an insult to you, but my range of interests is usually broader than yours. Yeah. Well, okay, let's see. Uh, let me think of a... Take, you know what? I, I think I have a couple ideas, all right? So this... You've watched Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Like all of it? Yep. Okay, well, you don't hate that one, but... Well, uh, I love that show. Oh, well. Well, if you've seen all of it, maybe we shouldn't really tip tip our toes into that and save that for a different uh, episode. That is another thing that I need to watch, although that'll be significantly more complicated because while Rings of Power was only six hours so far, there's four seasons of Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, So I, I got a lot of work to do. I need to watch that. And I promised someone that I would. And if she listens to this episode, she's probably going to be very mad to find out that I still haven't done it yet. Um, Disappointed. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, Let's talk about Morbius. Have you seen Morbius? I've seen Morbius. How'd you like, how'd you like Morbius? I thought it was an interesting show. Or movie, not show. Did you actually? Yeah. Like you... I didn't think it was, you know, like, 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'd probably give it a good fucking, like, 50%, but, you know. Oh. Wow. You're... So, okay. I I, I prefaced this in our vampire episode that I unironically enjoyed Morbius, right? It's not because the movie was any good. If I'm being honest, the movie was terrible. It was it was absolutely horrendous. Uh, I enjoyed Morbius for the same reason that I enjoyed Barbarian in theaters the other week. If you guys haven't seen Barbarian, just go watch it. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. Just go watch it. Um. So, uh, I enjoyed it because I did the same thing, which is uh, talk. I I absolutely riffed that movie through and through. Because I'm really good at doing that. Uh, making, it's morbid time. Yeah, making on-the-fly jokes and narrating to myself and whatnot. Um, that I made it funny to me. Uh, now, that there's like like Moist Critical YouTuber. Um, shout out to Moist Critical. I love that guy. But, you know, he said it was like, it's, it's not even one of those movies where it's so bad that it's good. Uh, and I agree with that. Like I said, it has absolutely nothing to do with the movie why I enjoyed it. I, I pretty much, I wasn't, I don't, I watched that movie twice. I still have no idea what the plot's supposed to be. <laughs> I, I, I don't pay. Some I, guy with a blood disease experiments on yeah, that. Yeah, no, 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 no. I know about, I know about Morbius, the character, you know, like as a Marvel comic. But the, the the layout of the movie, I don't know because I, I don't pay attention to it. I just look for things to make fun of, and I did a great job at it. Um, I'm surprised you had a, you just like unironically actually kind of enjoy that show without the assistance of riffs or desecration. I, don't know, I, I thought it had some cool CGI and, you know. Yeah, some of the CGI is cool. The, I know that one of my main problems with it is the fight scenes are lame. Like, it's they really... Are. Like, because it's not even an actual fight. It's just puffs of smoke and then a body part here and there, basically. Uh, some of the acting isn't that great. And and I'll say right now, okay, this is the second movie in some type of superhero form that Jared Leto has been involved in that flopped, Okay. First, it was uh, Suicide Squad, and now it's this. Jared Leto's Joker sucked, but look, <laughs> Jared Leto's not doing the writing, okay? Like, it's not entirely his fault. Like, it's the directors and the writers, okay? They're the ones doing the bad stuff. Uh, I, Because I, I've seen other things that Jared Leto's in, and they're really, they're good. Like, I'm well, they're okay, you know? I'm not a big Jared Leto fan, but they're all, they're all right. Uh, his Joker was awful. I didn't like it at all. 
uh, and his role as Morbius, I feel like he could have done better. And that is enough to pretty much solidify my opinion that like he's n- he's not a terrible actor. He's just I don't know what's going on, man. You just keep getting these really god awful writers and shows. Probably people who are trying to make shows about things that they aren't fans of. It's almost like we talked about that about ten minutes ago. Yep. Anyway, uh, let's see. What's more hate? You know what? Talk about games we hate for now. We'll ju- we'll ju- this this episode's lost all rhyme and reason. Tell me about a game that you hate, just through and through. Game that I hate through and through. Don't say Fortnite. That one doesn't count. Okay. Um. Like, uh, let's. You can make. I'll let you criteria it off of anything. Honestly, uh, just something you hate. Hmm. GTA. GTA. I'm not a fan of GTA. Yeah. I I wouldn't say I hate that one. Well, no, I do. I I I do hate GTA. Uh, that's another thing where people enjoy it fine, but I think enjoying that game is really mindless. Uh, uh you you tell me why you hate it. I asked you, and I'm about to take the spotlight on it. So I don't know. It's just like. It's a game where you're literally a criminal, and that's just not for me. I think it's dumb. And, you know, like, mm. excuse of, like, parents, you know, oh, video games teach your kids the wrong things. Like, that video game literally teaches your kids the wrong things. Well, all right. Hang on. I, I mean, that's kind of right, but you also got to realize that they're buying them that game. Like, yeah, sometimes. But, like, well, it's just... <laughs> It's just well, not no, a, it it's doesn't. Not a good game. It doesn't matter if they're even if they aren't buying them the game. You're that kid's parent. You should like. You should be monitoring what they're doing. Like, yeah, like hundred and ten percent. And parents let their kids play that game are crappy parents. Like, like this. But it's it's just so, not a good game. Like there's there's a story, my, I guess. But my oh, like go on. All you do is heist and stuff, and get money. Like there's no reason. For that game to yeah. do anything really so my gripe about it is pretty much the same as yours right it, you're the story is you're a you're a criminal you're a crime boss a lot of people love playing that game and picking up hookers and then killing them i don't know what the reason for that is but people talk about doing that a lot it's lame it's mindless and it's immoral okay now i and i and uh, i don't I'm not getting the counter arguments right now, but I'll go ahead and lay out a a concept that's been given to me before, all right? I play The Witcher. I love The Witcher. It's one of my favorite. I actually would dare to say it is my favorite game. You know, it's gotten some competition recently, but nothing's beaten it just yet. But in The Witcher, you can play a absolute dirtbag, murdering, scamming, piece of garbage right the key word in what i just said is can and you can it is a choice that you make i don't ever make those choices okay like yeah we're recording the podcast sorry he uh going to the store and whatnot i'm not going to cut that out everyone needs to know what it's like here but uh (laughs) so what was I saying? Uh, you can. Oh play yeah, it. no. Yeah. I I don't is you know, and a lot of people might consider this lame. Every now and then, I'll try to you know push for a little bit extra money or something like that, you know. Or you know, it's like sometimes someone will offer you payment in that game, and you can say no, you keep it, or I need a little bit more, or sure, just thanks, you know. Every like those choices vary, but when it comes to like just actually like letting people die in there that aren't like necessarily bad people, maybe like rude, but like, no, I don't do that. Like it, it feels wrong to do that. Cause I get really attached to games and their characters and I love the Witcher. So I'm really attached to it. You know, I don't just, right. I, I can't do a bad playthrough. I, I can't bring myself to do it. It went anytime I tried, I got disgusted and restarted. The most scumbag decision I've made in that game, and it's not a scumbag decision, but there's this guy, uh, can't remember his name, but he's a crime boss in that game, all right? He's a bad dude. 
he basically would pay for hookers in that game and then murder them. Like, innocent women, you know? Well, innocent as far as not being, you know, an evil person, you know, that's just a hooker. And he and he would, like, kill these kill these young women, right? And there is a point where you confront that guy when you're looking for Siri in the game, and you can choose to let him off the hook or, or kill him. I, I've... I, some people might debate the morality on this, but I've never once let that guy live. <laughs> I've not done one playthrough where I've let that guy survive because he makes the world a worse place and I feel right in taking him out of it. Um, but then there's other games that are pretty much along the same line. You, I mean, you see that in a lot in a lot of RPGs, you know, and that's the part of the joy of RPGs and why I... I don't mind evil choices existing in RPGs because it's a choice, right? Then that's what makes it an RPG. You see it in, in the, some of the Fallout games. You see it in Skyrim. You see it in Cyberpunk, which I know is a thing you said about it. You do not have to be a bad guy in Cyberpunk. You're kind of like a gangster in a way. You know, a, you know you're a street guy. You know, you do merc jobs, you know. And sometimes that involves smuggling and, and whatnot. But you go, there's also missions to help the police in that game. Mm. Like, you're not entirely... You're, not, you're, you're, you're an anti-hero in that game is pretty much the way I would say it, you know? And then you can choose to be worse. Um, but yeah, games where you're just a bad guy. And in general, I'll say stories where the bad guys just always win. They suck. They're lame. They, they're immoral and they smell bad. Uh, another game that I hate a lot is For Honor. That might get a lot of hate, but I think it's a stupid game. I don't think you will. No, For Honor is... Uh, <clears throat> I like the concept of it. Uh, oh, the concept of For Honor is great. Just The, the, the combat feels smooth most of the time when I played it. No, but, like, that's... It's just, I didn't like it's the just, mechanics. The... When you actually get good at it, which I didn't, I imagine it's a lot easier and better, but, mm. you know, it's just people just, you know, third party or double team, well, which, you know, being there's no honor in that, in that. Being good in that game is so relative, though, because I was good at the combat doing 1v1s with my friends, but when I played online matches, like, I played good, but people spam, you know? Like spamming, like, yeah. There isn't a whole lot you can, like, it doesn't, and this might get disagreement, but look, it doesn't really matter how good you are at a game when it comes to at least a format like For Honor has. If someone can spam, you will probably lose. You will most likely lose. Uh, I didn't like the mechanics of it. I hated the community of it, mostly because it's, it was predominantly a PlayStation player's played game, and PlayStation players suck. Now... I mean, so do Xbox players, and so do some PC players based off of our recent experience in Predator Hunting Grounds. But PlayStation's got a little bit of a, its own rep for it, right? Yeah. Uh, like, Xbox is full of kids that think they're good, but they're not. And PlayStation's full of people who, I would actually say, pretty much are good at games, but they don't let you ever miss that. Like, even though you're competing against them, they have to let you know that they're good at the game and you're not, even if you are. Um, it's also a thing with a lot of PC players too. Uh, we yeah, experienced no. on Predator Hunting Grounds, that one guy. No, well, there's a few PC players. Look, there's bad bad apples everywhere, you know? Like in Sea yeah. of Thieves, the community is awful. We've met a few gems in there, but they're hitherto far between, right? Um, right. And like some of the people that like we do find that are good are just kind of weird, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Like uh, I'll, I'll give that that one crew we uh, encountered, the sea police or whatever they called themselves. Oh, yeah. The Poseidon police. Poseidon uh, police, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't care about calling them out, right? I'll say right here on the podcast, if any of you guys... <laughs> If any of the guys that belong to something called the Poseidon Police and Sea of Thieves, you stream and you, like, pull jokes or you stop people, that was a funny skit, but you're annoying. Really, yeah. really annoying. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to join a group and be told how to play the game and have some little kid telling me what to do. It's just not how it's going to work. 
yeah so like basically how it went was like we encountered them and then you know we were like oh you guys do this thing on discord and everything and like yeah yeah you want to join we, we joined the discord and like they offered to like have us in their streams and that kind of stuff but we had to go through in quotes training first and we are vets of that game since like it was released we don't need training well now look i'll, I'll extend the olive branch. they're doing it for role play purposes like i i, I kind of get it you know uh like the the whole outfit thing that they had there's like an outfit criteria based on your rank and all that like that's interesting that that's great but i'm i'm not going to like I, they they wanted me to wear it all the time and that's just that ain't how i vibe like i'm not going to i'm not just going to force myself into wearing an outfit in a video game that i paid for you know because you told me to to stay in your group like it won't do i'm not going to do that i'd wear the outfit when i was in the middle of streams with them and whatnot but i'm not going to do it on my own time uh, especially because who knows, like one, those guys could be offline for months while I'm trying to play. I don't know. I, I could be misunderstanding it. Maybe they just weren't being very clear, but I don't believe that. Like, those aren't, those weren't bad guys. They just, they just weren't my vibe. You know, they were, they were nice. They did, they did pull a, a pretty funny joke on us. It, I mean, it was very entertaining. But then we tried to join them, and that's where things were kind of like, eh, not not for me. Right. Um, let's see. How late are we? About fifty minutes in. I think we'll only we'll make this a short episode because I gotta I gotta get running before too long. Let's go ahead and for the last ten minutes talk about things that we're looking forward to. How about that? High on life. High on life. Well, we already mentioned high on life once before. Uh, absolute chaos. We love chaos here. Um. Uh, which isn't reflective of our format at all. We're very neat and orderly and professional, obviously. Yeah, and getting off topic isn't the whole point of this podcast half the time. Yeah. Well, so I do have a, a list, okay? I have a list of horror games, right? Because I'm a masochist. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, finish what you're going to say, and then I'm going to say what I'm going to say after. Well, I pretty much did. I have a list of horror games. Did you want me to go on with the list? Because that's going to be a bit. I mean, okay, so I was going to talk about the We Were Here series and what we're going to do this weekend. Oh, yeah. That's a good thing to mention. We're doing, we we got the We Were Here package, all right? We have all four of the games this weekend, all right? Uh, for anyone listening, on Saturday, I would imagine we'd maybe, maybe start around five, okay? Uh, about five o'clock, we're going to be streaming all the games. All right. You can check that out on uh, my page, Frosty Butcher on Twitch or just Phoenix 101. Uh, I want to see, I, I need to look into see if we can do a, a collab stream, right? So I'm pretty sure there's kinda, a possibility of that or something like that. Kind of like you said, maybe it'll stream my screen and I don't know, like it'll, well, you don't have a face cam, so that wouldn't really work. I have no idea. Well, I'll look into it, but we might do a collab stream, and then in which case you could uh, still, I believe, find it on either of our pages. Well, isn't there a way to like have like both streams kind of running simultaneously on both pages? Maybe I'm not sure. I haven't really bothered to do that or look into it in any way. Uh, I will be doing that probably later tonight. Um, I'm not 100% sure. But we'll we'll be playing that. If we can't do a collab stream, we'll still be streaming separately, and then you can uh, watch that. Uh, uh, watch mine. I'm better. That's not true. I'm way smarter than Neo is. Uh, no, I mean to get the full aspect of the game, you have to kind of watch both at the same time, really. Yeah, kind of. Well, I think it might depend on the game. I, uh, there might be a way to do it. We'll look into it. We'll we'll get it solved. And if I mean, we. Uh, I'll release like a, I'll release a five minute bonus clip on the podcast saying if we got it solved or something, or Neil will post it on our socials. So if you want to check that out, go ahead and follow our socials on Twitter, Reddit, Inst- Reddit and Instagram. Twitter Radio. What's Twitter? Twitter. Yeah, that. It's the new social media account that I'm making 
or social media platform. No one took the idea of Tardic Operated. It's, uh, yeah, patent pending. It's uh, Twitter and Reddit combined, so you get all forms of toxicity at once. Yep. Uh, and then there's the, then there's going to be the sequel, Facetagram. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Even though those are both owned by Facebook. But it doesn't matter. Anyway. Yeah, right. That's, that's what I was thinking. Uh so horror games. <clears throat> uh there's a couple that I want to mention, but I won't because they let me down. Uh there's one, the the most recent one coming up. It's coming out October 14th, uh, called Scorn. Now, I'm gonna go ahead and advise people not to look this up because it's horrendous. I'm looking it up. Uh, well, by all means, you can. I'm just not going to encourage it uh, for everyone. It's it's a horror game. It's very grotesque, uh, but really bizarre. It's really, really weird. Oh, this uh, one. We're talking almost almost Lovecraft levels of weird, right? Um, this game was announced in 2016, roughly. It was announced a long time ago, and I've like I'm repulsed by this game but I need to know what it's about, right? And it's a and it's a horror game and I love horror games so I'd play it. Um I've been looking forward to it for a very very long time and I'm so happy to know. Well, happy's a strong word. Uh I'm intrigued that it has a release date that I can now access and it's very very soon. Um there's a sister one uh, a game accompanied with that that I'm looking forward to called System Shock, but I've lost all hope of that because that game was also announced in 2016 and has have has no release date at all yet. And it System Shock one or two. Sy- System Shock. They're 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 remaking the game. All right, there there is an old System Shock game, the original, and then there's System Shock two. They're rebooting the first game, uh, by Night Dive Studios. Um, that is another game developer that has refused to respond to me. Um, Didn't you also get, like, blocked from Taco Bell? No, Taco Bell never blocked me. They just didn't respond to me. Uh. Um, Yeah, no, Taco Bell, uh, when they removed the quesarito from their menu, I sent them an email demanding that they either return it with a public apology or replace it with something better, also with a public apology. Turns out, they just removed it from the in-store menu. Like, if you go to the drive-thru, you won't see it on there. You can still order it online. I don't know what that accomplishes, but that's the case. Um, second horror game, The Callisto Protocol. Okay. I have to wish this. Uh, this was surprisingly made by the same people, or being made by the same people who uh, made PUBG. Um, and now I'm getting worried because it looks like this is only going to be on... PlayStation, unless the page is lying to me. Um, but it's kind of like Dead Space, which is an old horror game. Uh, and I think it's on like one of Jupiter's moons. I don't know a whole lot about that. I've seen very little information on it, and I'm still not. But I'll still take a look at it. And speaking of Dead Space, Neo, you know where I'm going with this. Uh, they are remaking the first Dead Space game. That is another horror game that is very near and dear to me. That the Dead Space is second to Silent Hill, in my opinion. Uh, a lot high of, up, huh? That high up for you? Second, there's there's still a lot of space in between Silent Hill and Dead Space, but Dead Space is second. Uh, uh-huh. And then I don't actually have a third. It's 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 Silent Hill, and then. Uh, B tier or well, second tier, I guess, is Dead Space and some of the Resident Evil games. Um, because I don't, I've, I didn't really ever catch on to the Resident Evil. What about until... GTFO? Is that your third? GTFO is its own beast. I don't, I don't put that in the, in my tier list horror game. I put that in the void where it belongs. The Void is not a bad place. It's just that is a that is a, a subsection of its own. It is neither above or below any of my other rankings. That is just something that it it can't it, it cannot coexist with the rest. <laughs> um, I'm not getting I will, any isolation here in like a another week or two. Do it, do it, do it, do it. 
I love it. I love that game so much. I'll it's awesome. It Do it. Do it. If you stream it on Twitch, I I will plaster that everywhere. I will fo- I will forward your individual stream page. I love Alien Isolation. It's such a good game. You would like it. And then you can finally quit lying about why you don't like horror games. I just don't like run and hide horror games, you know? Alien Isolation isn't run and hide. Not fully. Okay, so I okay, I know what you're saying, all right? So something like Outlast, okay? You have no chance of fighting back at all. There isn't even a mechanic in there. You just run, hide, or die, right? That's what you don't like. I hate that, no. I hate, okay. yeah, I hate it. But horror games where you can fight back, so you don't find those boring. You just haven't played enough of them. So, like horror, horror games where I can just fight something and then, oh, I died. Oh, well, I got to restart. Okay. You know, well, I, I, I like. So, look, there's a balance to it, okay? If you, can, if you have a chance at fighting everything at any point in that game, then it's, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it's a horror game, right? Uh, because there has to be, like, the odds cannot be in your favor for it to be a horror game. Um, now, with Alien Isolation, you, uh, you can event, there's a point, you can eventually fight, all right? You can take out these androids, right? With a hammer, eventually you get a gun, you can shoot. You don't get many bullets. And there's also people that you can kill, okay? The Xenomorph, however, you don't fight. That thing you have to hide from. You know, there isn't even any running from it. You just have to track it and hide from it whenever it's near you or it's going to show up around you. And eventually you get a flamethrower. All right, this is kind of spoiling things for you. Eventually you get a flamethrower and you can repel the xenomorph. All right. Um, How many hours of gameplay is uh, this game? Uh, last I remember, roughly 56 hours. Alien Isolation? Yeah, no, there's... Jesus. It's a a long game. So I was looking more on God of War Ragnarok today, and the game I'm excited for. It has 40 hours of gameplay and 20 Mm. hours of story. Ooh. Interesting. 20 hours of pure cutscene. I'm going to go ahead and give you a little side note here. Uh, Alien Isolation was released in 2014. All right. Old game. So, just with that measure alone, you could probably assume that it's worth it. What, what's the price of this? 20 bucks. No, 40 bucks. Ah, actually, that's not a bad price for that game. I thought it would actually be a little bit more. Um, yeah, it's a great game. And there's DLCs. I haven't played any of the DLCs. I never needed to. That game has enough content all on its own. But, uh... Fun stuff. And yes, I am also looking forward to God of War Ragnarok. Um, and speaking of which, I, I was on this train. There's the, the possibility of me getting a PlayStation 4 in the future. Uh, I might have to, actually. I forgot to include this with my Silent Hill talk. But if they release a new Silent Hill game or games, it is most likely going to be a PlayStation exclusive. Which is fair. Well, if it's going to be near, it's probably going to be a PS5 exclusive. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So you're going to have to get a PS5, not a PS4. Did I say PS4? Yeah. Oh, I meant PS5. Sorry. Uh, no. Yeah, I would have to. Uh, I would have to get a PlayStation Five. And if look, if they confirm a Silent Hill game, there will be no question about it. it like it's going to happen. Pull out a second uh, mortgage for that thing. I'll do what I must for Silent Hill, dude. I, I, I can't properly describe how much I love it, but did I you think, do it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did it cost five hundred dollars? <laughs> More than that. But I think we'll go ahead and call it good for this episode. Uh, we only had a topic for about half of it. Um, do you have any concluding notes, Neil? Any any one last thing you want to say? Uh, don't drink and drive. I couldn't agree more. But listen right, well, to this podcast while you drive. Yeah, listen to this podcast while you drive. Listen to this podcast while you shower. Listen to this podcast while you're in bed with your wife. Uh, pretty much just listen to it all the time. Actually, um, don't ever stop. If you run out of episodes, just start from the beginning all over again. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, pretty soon probably you're gonna do a 24-hour episode, so you'll have that. You can uh, just I, play it on loop. I certainly wouldn't mind trying to do that one day. I mean, well, no, uh, actually, never mind. It would take a long time to convert that file. <laughs> uh, I'll do it. Yeah, no, I don't even want to imagine how big it would be. But uh, anyway, go ahead and subscribe to our uh, social, uh, Jobo Radio on uh, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram, like I said earlier. You can check out our uh, solo streams on Twitch, Just Phoenix 101, Frosty Butcher. Uh, again, this weekend, we will be streaming the We Were Here series starting at 5, and it will probably be going throughout most of the night. Uh, and into the morning. <laughs> and into the morning, most likely. We'll just hype ourselves we're, up on we're trying uh, to do our at least an eight hour stream for our twitch stuff yeah yeah we got to do our eight hour stream uh but until then we will see you guys in the next episode stay frosty yeah oh i see i see what you're doing there don't use my name you little freak <laughs>